Hello and welcome to the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. I am one of your students, Devin. I'm the other student, Mark. And I'm the teacher, Dan. And uh, we've got another mainline classic Sonic game to talk about. We are in fact talking about essentially the final of the quote-unquote quote trilogy, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Minus the Knuckles today, <laughs> Knuckles. at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll be talking about the Sonic 3 half of this game. Uh, so... Might as well get straight into the background. After the success of Sonic 2, they knew they needed to make a third game. Uh, and... Uh, this time they wanted to go big. Bigger than before. Uh, they... Bigger than before. They dunked Sonic right in like an egg, and they made him bigger <laughs> than before. Uh, but making yeah. it Sonic bigger than before was a, a massive task. And in order to do it, they would have to make one game into two. So they developed the first half of the game as Sonic the Hedgehog 3, and the second half of the game as Sonic and Knuckles, uh, releasing them on two separate cartridges. However, the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge was specially designed with lock-on technology. Basically, it had a new controller port, or not controller port, a an extra cartridge slot on top of it. So you slid that in your Genesis, and then you slid Sonic 3 on top of it, and the two games would be combined into Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, some things to note about uh, this game. Uh, there was a lot of marketing around it, as it was a big release. There were a lot of Sonic tie-in materials. Uh, Sonic 3 came out on Groundhog Day... And the promotional event for that was called Hedgehog Day. And, uh... More like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. And the soundtrack was a big deal for this one, because... After the success of Sonic 1 and 2, the Masato Nakamura of Dreams Come True uh, saw how successful these games were doing, and... He said that uh, if they were going to uh, keep putting him, putting his work into uh, their game, they'd have to pay him more. And they'd also have to uh, give him royalties for putting his music in future games. Sega turned this down. Hmm. Uh, but I think what they ended up with might have been even a bigger budget thing because... Who they decided to compose the music of Sonic 3 and Knuckles was uh, Michael Jackson and his team. Uh, oh my god. My god, that's what that question meant. Oh my god. My lord. Quite a few songs actually sample his work or take inspiration from it. Uh, however, the tracks Michael Jackson actually worked on were removed 
Uh, oh. Coward. This... The problem is, is that in 1993, Michael Jackson was caught up in child sexual abuse allegations. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, that'll do it. I forgot it was, I forgot it was during that time. I, like, I thought it was, I didn't I realize was... it was in the 90s for some reason. Yeah, same. Well, I know it now, but, like, in the past, I didn't realize that stuff happened as far back as it did. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was, like, at least the turn of the millennium, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And so uh, s- several tracks were removed, and or not quite removed. They were replaced with new tracks. Uh, and... Many of these tracks were composed by other people on his team, including uh, Bob Brad Buxer, Bobby Brooks, Daryl Ross, Jeff Grace, Doug Grigsby III, and Sri Rocco? I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, le- years later, like people who were on this team were able to confirm that's what happened. Uh, and in fact, in like in like there are certain versions of the game where you can still find like the tracks hidden away in the files. Uh, uh also they got uh right said Fred the I'm too sexy guys to make a promotional song for it called Wonder Man oh which was not ex- Whack. it was not a it was not a success. I feel like you mentioned the I'm Too Sexy guy in a previous episode. Is this true? Yeah. Did yes. this happen? Okay. Yes. Uh, right Said Fred did, like, a bunch of promotional stuff with Sega during this time. Uh, oh, I forgot about this one. Uh, one of the promotional things they did was a special called Inside Sonic and & Knuckles, or uh, Sonic & Knuckles Rock the Rock which was the finale of a video game competition for Sonic 3 uh, occurring across the U.S. and ending in uh, Alcatraz Island in the San Francisco Bay. Uh, huh. This, this was aired on MTV. Uh, uh, hmm. Let's see. There was, this was also, like, the first Sonic game to have a pre-order bonus. Uh... People who pre-ordered the game in the West would get a free copy of a CD that had music from uh, Sonic CD and Sonic Spinball. And Japanese pre-orders came with a History of Sonic VHS. Cool. Uh, Apparently this was also in Sonic 2. Uh, Man, remember VHS? Remember the days? I hate myself. Anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, so, uh, these, uh, I'm trying to figure out what to say next. Um, oh, I have some inspirational box art quotes. First, I have one for Sonic CD, which, uh, I did not listen to the Sonic CD episode because I forgot about that feature. So, hmm. To live a life of power, 
You must have faith that what you believe is right, even if others tell you you're wrong. The first thing you must do to live a life of power is to find courage. You must be ready to reach beyond the boundaries of time itself. And to do that, all you need is the will to take the first step. And on the back is a quote, another quote. Ask not what others, others can do for you, but what you can do for others. Sonic. Now, I can't Sonic... believe Sonic is, our pre is a previous president and his head just did that. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, Sonic's head did just do that. Um, as for the Son this game's uh, box art quote, on the box of Sonic and Knuckles, it says, in all caps, Sonic races through the green fields. The sun races through a blue sky filled with clouds. The ways of his heart are much like the sun. Sonic runs and rests. The sun rises and rests. Don't give up on the sun. Don't make the sun laugh at you. Oh? Yeah. I can't believe the sun is a fucking bully. Can't I mean, I can believe it because... By the sun. I can believe it because it bullies me every fucking summer. Gives me a sunburn. But... I didn't think it would be so verbal about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this Sonic is a lot like the sun, which means he can fight the sun and absorb its power. Uh, Sonic is plant type confirmed. Does Sonic, does Sonic fight God in any of these games? I feel like that's hmm, a thing uh, that should happen. I think Sonic fights God's... Gods in, like, the sense of, like, a god of something, but I don't think Sonic fights uh, the Abrahamic god. No, I know. I'm thinking of, like, JRPGs and how you fight god. Hmm. And well, it's usually a god, not the god. Not the Abrahamic god. Or yeah. whatever. The fuck. Yeah, uh... Sonic does fight gods in that case. Uh, especially in a couple of, like, the uh, modern titles from the 2000s. Um, yeah. Actually, I believe we've actually talked about one of them, which is Chaos the God of Destruction. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a god. I forgot. Yeah, the goopy boy. Yeah, I think of him as just a goopy boy, not like the god Chaos. The primordial god Chaos. <laughs> Looks can be deceiving. Uh, this is slime, man. Yeah. With that mentioned, it's uh, worth uh, reading, as always, the story section from Sonic Retro. Uh, this one's a bit longer. During the final moments of Sonic 2, Sonic the Hedgehog had succeeded in defeating Dr. Eggman's latest scheme, knocking the Death Egg out of the sky and collecting all seven Chaos Emeralds keeping them out of the Mad Genius's hands. As Sonic and Miles' tails, Prower, flew off in their biplane, the Tornado, they paid little attention to the broken space station plummeting towards the Earth. Fretting about, Dr. Eggman could not control the direction of the falling spear as it broke into the atmosphere, but as fate can be a strange mistress, it just so happened that in the pathway of the rapidly descending fortress, 
with a landmass sought only to exist in legend. Hiding under the shadow of the clouds and the occasional flicky laid Angel Island, a floating atoll that moved across the oceans, but never touching them. Perhaps the island would have stayed out of the keen sight of the doctor, had it not been for this moment, when the death egg collided into the surface of the isle, shaking it to its very core. For the first time in eons, the island began to fall, pushed by the force of Eggman's creation. Colliding into the ocean, a massive tidal wave erupted on all sides. Though many were to notice the towering ra- waves from miles away, none knew of the island that now sat idle in the ocean, untouched by the disaster, except for the once proud invention silently waiting to rise up once more. A, f- a few days like after. The- yeah? I was just saying, I do like the concept of a floating island and. Yeah. Something That's that powers powers it to make it flow like whether it's magic or in this case the master emerald yeah a few days after this event the young fox quote unquote tails was busy finishing up an invention of his own the jewel radar fine tuning it the machine came to life immediately picking up the signal of chaos energy located somewhere beyond the shore Thinking that it may have something to do with the strange tidal wave only days before, Tails, quote-unquote, flew out the door. That's just his name. Why does it keep saying, quote-unquote? I don't know why. I don't know why, but Tails is just in quotes. They're like, just, oh, by the way. (laughs) Quit quit dead naming him. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Tails flew out the door, heading towards the beach, where he knew Sonic the Hedgehog was. Sonic, who had been taking a much-deserved nap, awoke the same moment Tails hopped out the door. Looking about at the beach, the blue hedgehog spotted a strange ring washed up on shore. Running over to it, Sonic picked up the ring, noticing the characters of an ancient language carved onto its surface. Immediately, Sonic was reminded of a legend that he had heard long ago about an ancient civilization that lived up on an island. Creating a society of peace and harmony, the people who lived within attributed their great prosperity to the Stone of Power, a sacred gem whose energy guided them. One day, as these stories often go, a sect of wise men decided that they had wanted to take the power of the stone for their own selfish gain and tried to seize the energy. Unable to control it, their foolishness caused the great civilization to disappear in the blink of an eye, their way of life forgotten in time. In in its wake, the gods took the land, rebuilt it, and sent it along with the stone of power into the sky. Although he knew not the legend's basis in fact, Sonic decided right then and there that he would set off on yet another adventure. He entails preparing the tornado once more. Unbeknownst to this pair, the legend that Sonic recalled was that of Angel Island upon where the Death Egg had crashed. Only moments before the impact, the lone guardian of this isle, Knuckles the Echidna, was going about his duties, protecting the island and making sure that the Chaos Emerald Altars scattered about were safe and secure. 
though he was friends with many of the various animals that lived upon the island, it was the last of his, he was the last of his kind, and knew of his sacred duty. At this particular moment, Knuckles looked over one of the altars, making sure that the emerald was in place, and that nothing wrong had befallen it. Suddenly, the emerald began behaving in a way the echidna had never seen, the gem glowing and vibrating wildly. Knuckles stood wide-eyed, unsure of what was going on. Before he could make his next move, a bright flash filled the room, a sound piercing through the Guardian's ears as he felt as though he were floating in mid-air. The next thing Knuckles knew, he was sprawled out on the entrance of the altar, having been knocked out by whatever had happened. Regaining consciousness, the lone echidna's first thought was of the Chaos Emerald inside, running back to the altar. Looking about at the half-broken area, he could not find a single trace of the emerald, with not a clue as where they could have gone. Emerging out of the sacred chamber in a daze, Knuckles was unsure of his next, action, his next course of action, glancing out at the horizon. It was then that he saw it, a strange, almost egg-shaped object embedded into the landscape. Snapping back... <laughs> Snapping back th to reality, Oop, there goes Oop, gravity. There goes gravity. <laughs> Knuckles wondered if this object was connected to an ancient legend that rushed to the forefront of his mind. The egg of the legendary dragon. This is going in some directions I didn't expect. Wait. I, oh my god. Wait, okay. All the other stuff, I was like, okay, yeah, a lot of that we kind of knew from, like, Sonic Adventure a little bit. Like, with the echidna stuff. But, like, this dragon shit... Very not what I expected. Yeah, this um, came out of nowhere. Yeah. I want to see a big dragon in a Sonic game. That would be good, yes. Um, it is extremely funny, and this isn't this game's fault. Knowing that the DS game Sonic Chronicles just decides Knuckles is an alien... It is extremely mm. funny that this ancient civilization is just like a bunch of aliens and he's just like not the last one. He's just here for no reason. Yeah, that's that's also a thing in the comics. Like <laughs> Well, we'll the comics we'll we kinda know <laughs> that there's some stuff with like Knuckles falling in love with other echidnas or whatever the fuck. Yeah, uh Well, get into it <laughs> also in part also i think like didn't sonic chronicles take like a bunch of inspiration from the comics yeah uh yeah i'm not sure uh okay <sighs> over the next few days knuckles explored the rest of the island assessing any damage as he went to the other six chaos emerald altars finding each in the same state as the first he didn't go up to the egg he didn't examine it? I guess not. Um, <laughs> Do not touch the egg. He's like, it's not, it, I can see it from far away. It's fine. It's just a regular egg. It's not robotic at all. Local echidna mowing lawn. It doesn't have a big man's mustache on it. Yeah. Um, Local echidna mowing lawn said he was keeping an eye on the giant egg in the background. <laughs> yeah, uh. Let's see. 
refu refusing to give up, the Guardian continued to investigate, knowing that the answer to what had just happened must be somewhere on his island. It was during this process that he came across a strange, egg-shaped man wandering about the atoll. <laughs> <laughs> Confronting him, the man merely smiled and calmly explained that he was a scientist who had come across the island to study the strange egg that had appeared. Making sure to fully trick the Guardian, Eggman continued, telling the Echidna that he also knew of the emeralds that were on the island, and that a blue hedgehog by the name of Sonic was the one looking for him, them. Shocked, Knuckles ran off, the mad genius smiling at his own skilled lie. As if on Eggman? cue. Yeah? Eggman doesn't miss a beat. He just crashed here. Yeah. Uh, he, like, just got here and was like, well, I can spin this. Honestly, like, also, I love, this is the game. Since, like, as soon as Knuckles was introduced, he was fooled by Eggman. Yeah. It's just his thing. Mm -hmm. As if on cue, the tornado, flown by tails, with Sonic standing atop it, appeared on the horizon. Sonic, noticing the island neither of them had seen before, couldn't help but be overcome by the urge to show off, having brought with him the seven Chaos Emeralds that had gathered on West Side Island. Transforming into Super Sonic, the now yellow hedgehog ran across the remainder of the ocean, between the plain and the isle, darting about the shoreline. Caught off guard, a lone knuckled fist swung at Sonic, knocking him off balance, the Chaos Emerald falling about him. Turning back into his true blue self, Sonic spotted who the fist was connected to. A red echidna who could only laugh at Sonic's misfortune. Grabbing the emeralds, Knuckles ran off into the jungle beyond. Not knowing what he had gotten himself into, but more than expecting Eggman to be behind it, Sonic and Tails ran off to follow the tricked guardian. Learning of Sonic's arrival, Eggman laughed to himself, having already prepared for his arch-rival's appearance creating yet another mechanical army to once again seek out the Chaos Emeralds in the hopes of using them to relaunch the Death Egg, Dr. Eggman was sure of himself and his quest to finally achieve world domination. The stage is set once again. From here, Sonic the Hedgehog begins his new adventure. Damn. Damn. Um. Wow. That was more description than I was expecting. Yeah, same. Very I was like, oh, more. this game kind of has a plot, I guess. Yeah. This game got backstory. Yeah, this game has a plot. Like, it actually happens in the video game and not just in the manual. Uh, oh, so I feel like I've complained about Knuckles being, like, tricked and shit before. But, like, I don't know why it didn't bother me in this game. I mean, maybe because we didn't see it on screen, or at least not yet. But also because yeah. he was ruder about it. I feel like he's just, like, but in, like, kind of a funny way. Because he, mm -hmm. like, laughs at Sonic. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he, kinda... he never does anything, like, super openly antagonistic. He always just, like, hits a button. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he always hits- just shows up randomly and is like, haha, and then knocks you down. Yeah, yeah, and then he, like, laughs and punches the little egg thing. Like, he doesn't punch Sonic, really, in the game. Like, yeah. even if he does in this description. He's just a little jokester who pl- likes to play a prank. Yeah, yeah he likes he's pranks like, in this one. He's, like, much less mischievous than, like, anything else we've seen, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Some gameplay notes. Uh, continuing off the uh, gameplay of Sonic 2. Uh, Sonic and Spin Dash. You can jump. He now has a move that is like called the Insta Shield. Where if he jumps... Where if you jump and press A again, like this little like circle will appear around Sonic. And it, I, it can be done to do extra damage or briefly deflect an attack. Uh... It's, it can be, I don't really use it that much in all the times I've played, but it's fun. Uh, let's see, Sonic now has elemental shields that he can get from the item boxes, including a fire shield, which lets him do a dash, a bubble shield, which uh, makes him able to breathe underwater and bounce, and a lightning shield, which gives him a double junk and absorbs rings. Hmm. Also, each one, like, provides elemental protection. Oh, also, uh, you can select multiple playable characters in this one. Technically, you could do that in Sonic 2, but you had to go through the the options menu. But in this game, which also has its own save menu, uh, first for Sonic, uh, you can just select from the beginning which character you want to play as. You can play as Sonic to You can play as Sonic and Tails together. Uh, it, which allows the second player to, like, control Tails. Uh, you can play as, uh, Sonic by himself, or as Tails himself. Uh, Tails oh, can... can fl- play as Tails? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Tails can fly and swim, but he can't go super. Mm. Uh, it's sort of like... A, it can be seen as sort of like a an intro character, almost. Uh, and also you can play as Knuckles if you have Sonic and Knuckles attached. Uh, Knuckles can do a glide and he can like, uh, a big thing is he can like smash through certain walls. So like the Knuckles run has like a lot of differences than the regular run just cause like you get to explore different paths. You don't have Knuckles interfering with you because you are Knuckles. Uh, That'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the whole like thing if you're playing as Knuckles? Since you don't have to unlock it or anything. Uh, you just are him and you collect stuff. Yeah, you get to play as Knuckles. Uh, Knuckles can go super. He has his own super forms. He turns pink. Uh. He has, like, I think, like, the implication with the Knuckles run is that you're, it's supposed to take place after the events of the main game, and Knuckles is, like, fighting against Metal Sonic. Or this game's version of Metal Sonic. Mecha Sonic. Oh. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's the important things to note about gameplay. There is also like a two-player mode where you can like race uh, the second player, and it has its own stages. Uh, so I guess we'll just start getting into the levels. The first stage of this game is Angel Island Zone. It's a tropical jungle. Uh, the game begins with Sonic, as described in that whole story bit, uh, flying to Angel Island as Super Sonic, but Knuckles punches him out, takes the emeralds, and then Sonic has to find them again. Uh, special stages in this game are different from before. Uh, there are the regular special stages, uh, which you get emeralds in, which you have to get, excuse me, you have to get by finding massive gold rings and jumping into them. There's also something similar to the thing in Sonic 2, except uh, those stages are more mini-games and can just like give you like bonus items and stuff. The special stages for the Emeralds, however, use a new form called Blue Spear. Sonic appears on... Sonic is on a repeating grid, or looping grid, shaped like a planet, and has to collect Blue Spears. If he touches a Red Spear, he uh, loses the stage immediately. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. I was wondering what the... Because the person we watched is, like, good at this and never hits them, so I was wondering what, like, the, like, penalty was for touching them. Yeah. Knowing that you immediately sound bad, like, sounds pretty harsh, yeah. though. Yeah, although there is one upside, which is that it's not as dire as it would be in, like, the, in, like Sonic 1 or 2, because... Uh, after you beat the game, you can just replay stages and collect rings again and do it as many times as you feel like. Okay. So, so, uh, you're less, uh, screwed over if you mess one up. That's good. Yeah. Um, also, just, uh, there's a whole bunch of them spread throughout the game. There's not only seven. Is it easier to control than some of the other bonus stages in the past? Uh... I would say it's probably the easiest of the special stages in Classic Sonic. Er, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like, it does get faster as it goes on, but it's definitely much more accomplishable than anything before it. So, as I said before, Angel Island Zone, it's this tropical jungle. There's... Throughout this game, there's just, like, all sorts of, like, fun things Sonic can jump on and ride on. Uh, like, in this one, there's, like, swinging vines with handles on them. And, uh, there's... I, I mean, it's pretty straightforward for this one, but... Until you get the mid-boss, which is this, uh, weird spear thing. Oh, yeah, this game now has, like, mini-bosses in it. Uh... At the end of the first act. But this spear thing... Uh... Launches fire and sets the entire jungle on fire. Uh... The music changes up to uh, reflect the more frenetic nature of a jungle on fire. And... 
the rest of the stage is on fire. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's an interesting first stage choice. I feel like it's always kind of a green yeah. hill zone situation, so. Yeah. I, I thought it was cool they changed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh... In the boss sequence, like, just before you fight the boss, uh, Sonic and Tails have to, like, like, outrun this, like, giant ship that's dropping bombs on them. I believe you get to visit the ship in the Sonic and Knuckles half. Uh, mm. it, it is called the Flying Battery. Uh, it, like, drops bombs on them and you have to outrun them. And then you fight the boss, which is... Eggman in this thing that shoots fire, and he can, like, shoot fire at the bridges that are in the arena and burn them. The- basically, you just jump on him. You jump on him. Uh, that's how it is. Okay, so- Tried and true. Yeah. Uh, also, now that we've beaten this level- there are level transitions. Uh, in this one, let me look it up. Uh, you walk on a bridge. Knuckles jumps on it, or jumps on a switch above it. And the bridge breaks apart, sending Sonic and Tails into the next stage. The, hydro the Hydrosity Zone. Uh, He's just a funny little prankster. Yeah. He loves to do a mean prank and have a fun laugh. And drop yeah. you off a bridge. Yeah. You're fine, though. Um, it's, kind of, it's, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. Sonic doesn't take fall damage. <laughs> that would suck. Ass. Um, I like the music in this stage. Yeah. Hydrocity is... Hydrocity or Hydro City, depending on how you want to pronounce it. This is a topic of debate among Sonic fans. I'd probably uh, say Hydrosity. Yeah, I, I'd i say Hydrosity. Some say Hydro City. It doesn't actually matter. But it's uh, fun it's like at land. Kilometer and kilometer and shit. Yeah. Uh, it's like the Mega Mind debate between Metro City and Metrocity. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, it's like this sort of, like, underwater Atlantis thing. Almost like a heavily reimagined version of Labyrinth Zone. There's all sorts of, like, stage things that are built around being able to swim underwater. Like, there's, uh, there's, like, these conveyor belts that Sonic can grab onto. There's, uh, some... Uh, there's enemies that act differently above and underwater. Uh, there are, like, these flumes that you can run on, and, like, these things that can grab Sonic and let him run faster. Those uh, things are very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things, like, in this game that just let Sonic run faster. Uh, <laughs> they just grab him. Yeah. He, grab he grabs him. He runs on, like, a little thing, and he goes fast. It's good. Uh, 
The mini boss is this weird robot with like these rockets going around it, and you have to let. And it's like spinning a turbine that the boss arena is in. And basically, it tries to like suck you up and through the turbine, but you've just got to like avoid that and attack it when possible. In Act 2, then comes Act 2. Uh, after a certain point in the stage, uh, uh, Sonic runs into Knuckles again, who sends him going from one way to another and puts him up against uh, the Eggman boss fight, which has... Which, it's like this... Or, it's basically lets uh, him... He's got a little propeller that, like, sends water flying up. And you can, like, if you do it right, you can either get hurt or you can actually attack him. He also launches these, like, little bombs that, uh, if you jump at the right time, will send you flying up and let him, let you hit him. Uh, it's neat. Uh, at the end of the stage, Sonic and Tails get sent flying upward on a jet of water, into the third stage, the Marble Garden Zone. I'll be blunt, I don't care for this stage. It goes on for way too long. Yeah, um, the stage ain't great. It's fine. Yeah. It's very... Amy. It feels very Greco-Roman, almost like a reimagined version of the Marble Zone. It even has lava like the Marble Zone. Feels very much like they were like, well, we need like a temple-y area, so here you go. Yeah. Uh, there are some fun enemies and uh, obstacles and like various assets. Like there's these like pulleys that Sonic can grab on to go up a hill easily. There's tops that if you run on them, though, you can start flying a bit. And if you hit the ground wall on it, you go. You go real fast. Uh, there's these enemies that look like spikes, but if you jump on them, they, like, bounce you. Yeah, those uh, are weird. Yeah. Uh, there's... Uh, yeah, that's the gist of this one. I think this is a round where the guy who's playing this that we use the video for... Uh, gets supersonic, so he's just gonna supersonic his way through a lot of this going forward. Uh, oh yeah, there's also enemies that shoot spike balls, there's like, pits of oil. The mini-boss is this driller robot, uh, that like, drills up and down. And, uh, there's also like, a sequence like in, a Hilltop Zone where like, the stage is collapsing. And you have to like, get through that. Yeah. Uh, eventually you get to the boss, who is Eggman, uh, and he, uh, what he does is, like, he starts flying up, and from this point on, Sonic has to, like, has to, like, hold on to Tails, who is carrying him while he flies around. Oh, also a new feature in this game, Tails can, while Tails is flying, Sonic can, can, uh, jump on him and, like, Tails can carry him around. I mean, you can only really do it if you have, like, a second controller plugged in. 
Uh, uh yeah. Uh Also the Tails version oh, of okay. this is harder cuz you're just Tails and you have to attack with like the very small hitbox of what in which your Tails can hurt people. I don't remember how it goes for Knuckles. Maybe I'll I am undecided whether to just go to a Knuckles run and check out that out, but for now, uh, uh, Sonic, uh, is able to beat Eggman, and Tails carries him off into the next stage, the Carnival Night Zone. Uh, I love this zone and it's stupid wacky music. Yeah. It's clown music, but also samples a bit of MJ, but also, uh, it's a carnival and a casino. It's amazing. Yeah, at uh, first I was like, this is just regular, like, do, 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 but then it, like, breaks into a new, like, variation on that, and I, it's cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very famously in this state, so there, there's a lot of things in this state. There's, like, balloons you can jump on. There's these, like, record, spinning records that you can run circles around. Uh, there is, uh, these, like, tubes you can go in. There's, like, these big spinning turbines you can latch onto. Uh, but perhaps the most famous aspect of this is the barrel. Uh, there are barrels in this stage, and if you press up and down on them, uh, you can go up or down. Uh, however, it's very hard to tell, and not all barrels actually do this. So when you get to the point in the game that requires you to go up and down on the barrel, uh, you might have some trouble figuring that out. This, this is rather famous among older Sonic fans. Uh, there are urban legends about the Sega Help Hotline being having a thing to tell you how to get past the barrels. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, so here's the thing about this zone. Mm -hmm. This island was like previously abandoned, like just Knuckles yeah. existed here. Did Eggman land and immediately set up a fun carnival, or was this place, like, just around for Knuckles? I feel like Eggman must have set this up, but I don't actually know. <laughs> he landed and was like, damn, I want to hear some clowns. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, He's probably. like, Sonic is going to be Boo-Boo the Fool when he sees this place. Yeah, uh... We all know that one of Eggman's greatest dreams is to set up a theme park called Eggman Land. Uh, I like the idea of uh, no matter where he goes, the first thing he does is just set up Eggman Land. Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's these, like, clam enemies that if you jump on them, you'll bounce. Uh, there's bats that, like, moves, that move gradually... Like, they light up and start moving, then they l turn off and stop moving. Uh, the mini-boss for this one is this weird battery thing that is like... It's like zapping, and you can't hit it directly if you're regular Sonic. So instead, if you're regular Sonic, you have to, like, get...
get its like weird spinning top thing to hit itself. Also, it's got sort of a like a Tetris breakout thing where it's like breaking down like the floor and eventually you can get to a point where it's like pits. Uh Uh, that's the gist of that. And then we get, uh, the fun Knuckles bit, which is where Knuckles hits a switch, and the power goes out, and the whole place floods. So, next is an underwater section that eventually ends, uh, and then Sonic has to, like, find a switch that turns the power back on, uh, resuming the stage as usual. Uh, eventually, you get to the end, and Knuckles hits a switch to send you to fight Eggman. Who... This time, he's got, like, an orb machine? It, like, drops an orb that can zap you. And you gotta hit him at the right time. It's tricky. Sonic, uh, beats Eggman again. I keep calling him Eggman, even though I should be calling him Robotnik. But that doesn't matter. So, yeah. Like Robotnik. <laughs> Ooh, oh, God. Fucking the... destroyed. Oh. Robotnik oh, is American <laughs> Sonic's version of the Orange Cheeto president. Uh, <laughs> sure, fucking is. Ah. Uh, Sonic hops into a cannonball, and he goes flying into the next stage, the Ice Cap Zone. Yeah, this, I like this, this stage's music, music fucking whips, and it opens up... The stage music whips and Sonic yeah, gets this, a cool snowboard. It, this opens with a snowboarding section. Uh, Sonic just, like, snowboards down a mountain, and you can, like, collect rings while snowboarding, and then eventually you, like, hit a wall, and there's a big, like, little avalanche that Sonic jumps out of. You know this stage is gonna be good when it starts with a fucking yeah. snowboarding round. It is one of my favorite moments in this game. Uh... It just looks so fun. Like, I I mean, like, the, I know the three games have like board moments, but yeah. I didn't realize the old games. It really, did too. Uh, Sonic should get a Sonic should get a skateboard. He oh, there is one time I can think of where Sonic actually gets a skateboard, uh, which is actually in Sonic oh. Generations as an homage to the snowboarding section. Oh. Uh, Fuck yeah! So they knew yeah. what's up. Uh. So, uh, there's, like, it gets a little mazy. There's, like, these sections where you're, like, sliding down constantly, and you have to, like, find the point where you can actually jump on and, like, keep going. Yeah. It's a nice world, baby. <laughs> Slip and slide is always part of yeah, fucking there's, ice worlds. Uh, there's, like, these, there's, like, these, uh, these, like, I don't know, platforms connected to chains, and if Sonic spin dashes into them, uh, he sends it flying up. Uh, there's, like, these ice flows that Sonic can push and then ride down, uh, and they can smash through walls. Uh, 
There's ice bridges. Uh, there's these weird, like, trampoline things that you can jump on. Uh, it's it's a good stage, generally. Sometimes it can get, get a little too hard, but it's it's generally pretty alright. The boss of this stage is this weird chiller robot. I don't really know what the deal with it is because the, I don't remember it very well and the long player defeats it too easily. Oh, I remember now. I remember now. It, like, does this thing from, like, Metropolis Zone where it, like, sends, like, a ring of ice flying around it and you have to hit it when the when when he's exposed. That's what you do. Yeah, that's is the mini-boss. Is this mini the mini-boss? At least I think that's what the mini boss does. Maybe Eggman does that too. Whatever. No, Eggman oh, right. like freezes I remember now. them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the stage continues. Uh, I do want to note that there are little penguin enemies, and their official name is Penguinator. Uh. <laughs> uh. I am the Penguinator. Uh, the boss is Eggman. He's got a thing attached to his Eggmobile that, uh, it's like this piston with, like, a freeze thing on it, and it can freeze Sonic, but if you're careful and you use it right, you can use that as a platform to attack him. Yeah, it turns you yeah. into, like, a little ice cube. You turn into an ice cube and you gotta break out. Uh, uh, let's see. And... At the end of the stage, Sonic tunnels through some snow and ends up in the last stage we'll be talking about today, the Launch Base Zone. The Launch Base Zone is, well, as the name implies, it's a big base from which uh, Eggman plans to relaunch the egg, uh, the Death Egg. Yeah, I didn't- I was like, what is this rocket? Because I didn't yeah. realize it was the Death Egg. <laughs> but, um... Is there, like, vocals uh, in this Yeah, I do think song? it, like, samples, like... It does, like, little samples of, like, people shouting and stuff. It's, it's like, go, 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 go. And stuff like that. Yeah, it's very interesting. A lot of spinning things. Yeah, in there's this. like, yeah, there's like, like these spinning things. elevators. Uh, there's like elevator capsules. Uh, it really goes on. Uh, there's like little alarms that at Sonic yeah, can set off. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's. Sometimes the capsules come like um like loose from the yeah. poles or whatever. Uh, they're like these handles attached to rails that Sonic can ride on. Uh, there's more turbines that Sonic can run around. Uh, tubes. At some point, Knuckles shows up and uh, as Sonic's in a building, and he throws a bomb into the building, causing it to collapse. Sonic has to jump out. Uh, and then we get the mini boss, which is this uh this like weird spinning spike robot. I can't really describe it. Uh it's got like these spike arms that it swings around and Sonic has to hit it right. 
Yeah, we don't get to see a lot of the boss fights, mostly just because the long play long player we're watching just beats them so quickly. And in the second act, uh, we get to the area that was the final boss of Sonic 3, but it's just a boss in this game. There's just a regular boss instead of the final boss. However, if you play the stage as Knuckles, uh, you get that you get to play as that final play against that final boss. Uh, after making his way through Launch Base Zone, Sonic gets to ride the Eggmobile uh, and take him to the last section. Knuckles shows up one last time in this half to try to like knock Sonic away. But, uh, the, the, uh, Death Egg is launching, and, uh, Knuckles loses his footing. Uh, and he falls off. Uh, eventually, Sonic reaches a platform where he fights Eggman one more time in this weird tube robot that shoots lasers. Uh, the long player immediately destroyed it. But I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Fast. I will mention uh, the boss you fight here in Sonic Three Regular. It's it has like this cool epic music that I'm gonna pipe in right now, uh, and it's called the Big Arm. It's like this big orb robot Eggman's piloting that has giant arms on it, and he can like grab Sonic and a throw him around and stuff. It's, it's neat. Uh, I was never able to beat it as Sonic. He's pretty easy to beat as Knuckles, though, because, like, just jumping and gliding with Knuckles is, like, an easy way to hit it. And, uh, in the original Sonic 3, the Eggman, the, the Egg Death Egg crashes into the ground, and is destroyed once and for all. But in this game, it lands intact, and Sonic and Knuckles have to proceed into the Sonic and Knuckles half of the game. Uh, so that's it for now. Yeah. Knuckles time, baby. Uh, Knuckles, baby. There's some, like, that's the yeah, mushroom Yeah, there's a mushroom hill stuff. zone. We'll get to that next week. Well, not next week. Whenever we roll Classic again. We don't uh, do repeats. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, next time we roll Classic, we'll be doing that. I will say, the shot of Sonic and his little, like, egg scooter thing that Knuckles punches is very yeah. funny. Because when he hops in it, you see Tails go to jump in it and just miss. Yeah. So then he just kind of falls, and Sonic keeps going. Yeah. And it's just funny to think about Sonic being like, okay, see you, Tails. Mm. Yeah. It's fine. Tails can fly. Yeah, he's like, you can fly, you can catch up. Yeah. Except he There's... just keeps falling in the water. <laughs> yeah, also when, like, the big ship, like, starts launching bombs at you, Tails is not able to avoid them, usually, and just keeps getting hit over and over again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it's fine. It's just funny to constantly see, like, Sonic 
expertly dodge things and tails just yeah. kind of keep falling in the background. It doesn't like do anything new, right? Since like your like yeah. health is like rings, and that's only yeah. When tails Sada is gets... basically immortal. Hey. Only with gets hit. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> tails does not need the chaos emeralds. He is already all powerful. That's why he can't go super because mm. he's always yeah. super. Yeah. Uh. So that wraps up Sonic Three. The Sonic 3 half of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Uh, let's get into some questions. I cannot wait to get to the and Knuckles. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, we sent out for questions. Uh, if you want to send us a question, you can either send it on our Twitter, at ShuffleSonic, or uh, you can answer... Send a question anytime at your leisure at in the ask zone in our discord, uh, which is accessible from the show notes and from the Sonic Shuffle Twitter at Shuffle Sonic. Our first question comes in from James the Cat Girl, who asks, so did kids not press buttons when playing the games and experiment with the barrel? Took me five seconds to figure out. Uh... And then it depends on like yeah. when she played. Also, it's I feel like sometimes you just don't notice things, um, and you don't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Maybe the about... they're like. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. The thing about the Sonic games is everything kind of looks like it's both interactable mm -hmm. and not. So, like, if yeah. I just saw the barrels, I'd be like, "Is this just like part of the like?" map and not like something i can interact with mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. it's always like a hit or miss of what you can like actually yeah. touch uh i was able to figure it out the first time and played it but i played it in the mid 2000s when the barrel was more common knowledge so uh i was able i knew what was up and got past it pretty easy uh I do wonder if I'd have that same ease if it if I were a kid in the uh early to mid nineties. Uh it's interesting to think about. Uh okay. Uh Flutterdark asks Why does Knuckles not have a house? Yeah. Why doesn't Sonic have a house? It was the carnival zone. <laughs> It was because <laughs> he's Boo Boo the fool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He sure is. Um, it. I feel like they always picture him just like sitting next to the Master mm. Emerald. He's just always like in other games. He's like yeah. in a temple or something. I guess that's a different universe, at least according to our rules when yeah. we're rolling for stuff, but still <laughs> i like the idea that his house is the carnival zone because he's always listening yeah. to that clown knuckles music. is 100 percent into clown core and juggalo music uh yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah uh absolutely nipples the enchilada max friend of the show max uh asks oh my god many people like to add and knuckles to the end of a video game title 
Consider the opposite. What game would you want to play if you could jam it into a Genesis and play as Sonic? Ooh. Yeah, any game. Any game? Any game. Huh. Oh, man. Shin Megami Ten. Well, the easy answer would first. Be- Sorry, you go. Uh, okay. You can go. Shin Megami Tensei 3 featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry theory- series. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Shin Megami Tensei featuring... Oh, that's good. Uh, so what was your idea? Uh, I was going to say the easiest answer would just be the comedy of seeing a blue hedgehog in Dark Souls. Mm. But. Damn true. Damn, it's true. Or Bloodborne. Like maybe he's some fucking Eldritch <laughs> Abomination. Speedrunner's dream. Fucking spines are actually weird tentacles or something. Um, maybe like it's like I don't know if I want to play as Sonic, but I just want to see Sonic in the background of like um a game like Night in the Woods or something. Just like something like very mm-hmm. incongruous, completely peaceful. And peaceful with yeah. him. Just like chilling. Because I'm like, I want to play as May. Because, yeah, but like if he was someone I could talk mm. to or something. Yeah, imagine Sonic and Stardew Valley. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. I'm loving these yeah, ideas. Absolutely. He would just like run around and fucking damage everything i don't know yeah you're like trying to like painstakingly grow your like crops and sonic just sprints mm. through them uh drashura asks what michael jackson songs would you sample if you were making the first half of the best game ever made or if you're not sure what artists what other artist styles would influence your ost That's a tough question. That is a toughie. I'd want to include, like, my friend's music. My friends made music. Because, like, Summer and Noah make music. I'd want to put their music in my games. That is true. I don't know. You know, I would love a a Noah Geist song in, in, like, my uh my greatest game ever made which is oh what is, which is Fallout New Vegas 2 uh <laughs> oh fuck oh the, the it's hard cuz I'm like my favorite game is probably not the best game right that I've played yeah. you know like and it changes all the time so I'm like hmm what if, like, what? Emo music and, like, oh, Undertale yeah. or something. I don't know. I want the Sky Radio Station in Fallout. I'm, I may be just because we've all been hit with the, uh, the, um, Hollow Knight fever. 
But I'm thinking about a lot of like Michael Jackson songs in Hollow Knight and how funny that would be. That would be really cool, actually. That would actually be really cool. Think about like Man in the Mirror when you're facing against the Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. That does sound pretty good. Um, yeah. I would love that. Jasmine Sidmon asks, Did you ever have a physical cartridge add-on like a Game Shark? Yes. Oh, you did? No. Wait, maybe. Yes. Uh, what'd you? I always liked to hack the Yu-Gi-Oh games I had because I didn't want to spend time buying all the card packs. That sounds like a good idea. Uh. I did not own a Game Shark myself, but I had like friends that did, or like you know, friends of kids of my mom's friends or something they were my friends whatever and i would like use it to just like hack and pokemon or something i think that's what i did like fun pokemon into games stuff like that i don't this is only Uh make it so i could have a mute or whatever (laughs) this is only weirdly tangentially related i It wasn't, like, an add-on to a disc, but I did have, like, a hacked copy of a Pokemon game because I was young and stupid and thought it was, like, real. And Mm -hmm. it was, like, a fake Pokemon game that included, like, an electric grass starter Pokemon Uh that I could transfer over to, like, my old Fire Red disc. And so for a while there, I just had, like, a Venusaur, that new Thunderbolt. And I was very, very... I was, like, very, very in love with that Venusaur, but... He didn't make it through the Pokemon bank. Mm. It like immediately was just like, yeah, that thing is sus. And That's I was like, too oh. bad. I just, I love that. Um, wonder what it, this, what it, did it look like a Venusaur in the original game? No, it looked like, like new sprites for Pokemon, which is why I thought wow. it was like a different game. Like, it was just, like, a whole different sprites, and I was like, oh, cool, no new Pokemon game, and then, like, I realized it wasn't when I couldn't oh. get past the first gym, because there Damn. was just, like, a wall. Man, someone put a lot of effort yeah. into, like, new sprites, though, for a cartridge game, I feel like. Oh, yeah, it looked good. I was just like, oh, okay, I, I guess I'm never that playing that era was, like, was, like, kind of special for hackers, because, like, the technology of the computer the technology of PCs was advanced enough that you could pretty easily make hacks for uh, Game Boy Advance games while they were coming out. Uh, I just, I like that because, like, make hacks for, like, an actual cartridge is, like, very interesting. Since, like, you know, I know about, like, a lot of people make, like, Pokemon hacks. That's, like, a very common thing, yeah. but it's all, like, online now because... Yeah. It just is practical, but to be able to, like, plug in a Game Boy Advance game and, like, see fun, that's cool. Like, how'd you come across that? I think I had, like, a friend who was, I had, like, a friend in, um, was it middle school that I was in? Middle or elementary school, I can't remember the year, but he was, like, once again, I was very gullible, and he was just like, oh, did you know there's, like, a Pokemon where you can catch Mew 3 in it. And I was like, oh, 3? There's a Mew 3? And he's like, yeah, it's like this <laughs> game. And I was just like, 
oh well that seems legit the more i'm thinking about it um i think like the cart not the art but like the on the box art for it was very much just like chaos from sonic but like uh, made to look darker like it was just like it added like a black tint to oh, it oh that's amazing which is well <laughs> if Hell i knew yeah. anything about sonic back then i probably would have gone like oh that's sus but like i went online and i found like a cartridge of it and i was like oh cool i'm gonna buy this and i did and then like it was extremely jank and barely worked but also it was really fun because i got to see new fake pokemon hmm. Also yeah. transferred them over, which was cool. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, that's uh, really cool. That's it for questions. So, I'm going to roll for next week. That's a five. Uh, hmm. I'm going to veto that five. Yeah. Uh, let's roll again. That fell on the ground, but it did... Oh, fell on a weird angle. Let me do that again. Uh, nine. Uh, let me check what's nine again, because I have forgotten. Oh, right, it's Sonic Ooh. Boom. Uh, yeah, we'll go through more of Sonic Boom. I think this time... I might just look up, like, a cutscene compilation or something, because, uh, so far, using a Let's Play has not been very helpful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, maybe we'll go through the rest of Sonic Boom, I don't know. Uh, alright. And, uh, with that... Uh, I'm Dan, you can find me at a lot of places, and you can now find those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, from hmm. there you can find, yeah. New branding. From there you can find my Twitter, uh, which is bigger challenge. You can find my other podcasts, which include Pot of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We are... Uh, hopefully we'll be recording an episode tomorrow. It's not clear, but... We're also going to be doing uh, two new patron episodes soon. Uh, one is of... Uh, is going to be of Grugio, uh, our Despicable Me podcast. And the other one we are deciding on and have left the fans to come up with ideas for. Uh, and you can go there at... Front, you can uh, subscribe to that Patreon at patreon.com slash potofgreed. Uh, you can also listen to Stranger's Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. Uh, the latest episode to go up at this recording that I was in was an episode of Lasers and Feelings. Uh, I played as a former spokesman named uh, Slab Bulkhead who uh, uh, talk, who uh, had left uh, 
his corporate sponsors to fight in the resistance. Uh, and we found out that too much oxygen is fatal. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm. And last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And uh, the next thing to happen by the time this goes up is uh, Happy Daylight Savings, Xbox. And also Happy Pi Day, Xbox. Uh, wait, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Morg, where can we find you? You can find me at Haunting the Morg on Twitter. That's Haunting the M O R G. You can also find me on my Hunter X Hunter podcast, Departure Lounge, where I, a uh, plane based Hunter X Hunter podcast, where I go through the anime for the first time with my two friends who've seen it before. And that's for now. Uh, Devin. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Grooving Ghastly and also on a Hunter Hunter podcast um, called Gone Whale Hunting. Uh, very recently, Morg, unfortunately, you couldn't be there to avoid spoilers, but we did team up with uh, Departure Lounge, uh, Say the X podcast, and The Spirit Hunters, the three other Hunter Hunter podcasts, to watch a play that I have no recollection of, <laughs> but it was very fun. Yeah. We all just kind of talked for like two hours. That sounds incredible, honestly. I was like, just I, so, I was like, I don't want to be spoiled for stuff. I'm sure there was like nothing actually that spoilery in it because it just sounds kind of wild. Yeah, the play just kind of had like nothing to do with like the main plot of anything. But yeah, Brian and Callie of Departure Lounge were on it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So whenever that's out, uh, I know the spirit hunters are putting it out. So I'll be sure to tell people when that's out. Cause it was very fun. Mm. Uh, and you can find us at shuffle Sonic. And from there you can find our discord and you can find us at noisepace.xyz. Uh, Noise Space is a podcast incubator that hosts many different shows, including this week's featured podcast, Elite Full Restore, a Pokemon podcast. Uh, it's hosted by Matt. Uh, it's been around for a very long time, but very rarely updates. Um, let me see if there's... Yeah, when it's it does, good. it's good. Uh, the... I've been on an episode, yeah. so... Uh, the last episode went up on April 7th of 2020, uh, where it looks like it was uh, an interview uh, with someone named Dragon Free from the Cave of the the Cave of Dragonflies, an old Pokemon fan site. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so go check that out. My cat is sitting on my right. shit. <laughs> and as always, Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend. He's the only blue life that matters. The only one.
Good night. Good night. Good night.